What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the JP AV Podcast. So, today I want to talk about something that a lot of people might not think about because a lot of people watch their movies on, you know, streaming. They just pop on Netflix. But I wanted to talk about the other the other way to do it because I know a lot of people might not care either way. You know, whatever is convenient. If I got friends over who want to watch a movie, let me just pull up my Apple TV or something and just play a movie. But I know that there are people that want the best movie watching experience and I know that there is another way besides just streaming. So not to say that Blu-ray is the best or better, but I want to just talk about the differences between both of them and what might work for you or if you're just not really caring on which one's better, not just let me watch something. So, obviously by the title, is it worth it to go the Blu-ray route for your system? So, when I say system, I don't per se mean big extravagant speakers, but I know obviously some people, I mean, a soundbar or whatever is a system to you. So, I just want to talk about it. So, first off, I want to talk about streaming for a minute because 80% of people, unless you've got a dedicated space or you really care enough, you're probably just watching streaming. So, I want to talk about the differences between them both, starting with streaming. So, number one, streaming is much cheaper. Obviously, you can go buy a, uh, whatever, Fire Stick, or I have a NVIDIA Shield Pro, 150 bucks. You just go buy that. Obviously, you got to buy the streaming services like Netflix or whatever. But other than that, it's it's cheap. You know, you don't really have to pay hundreds of dollars to watch a movie. Or you can just go to the movie theater. That's an option I forgot about, but <laughs> whatever. So we got streaming. It's much cheaper, and it's more convenient. So, like I said, you you just want to you get you got friends over. You just want to watch a movie. It's more convenient for you. Just throw something on. You don't got to go to the DVD player or the Blu-ray player and just th- got to throw something in. And by the way, I forgot to say this, but notice how I did not say. Is a DVD better for your system? Because I feel like DVDs are kind of outdated. Especially if you're listening to this. You're probably into audio a little bit. Unless you're someone I know who's begged you to listen to this. You're probably going to want a good Blu-ray. Because it's just better than DVD. DVD is so 2014. Just playing. Anyway. So streaming is also. Like I said. You just buy one and you go. You just not really, you just buy, let me get an Apple TV or something, whatever. Everybody knows about an Apple TV, right? Just buy that and you watch your movie. It's not that hard. So, more convenient and you just buy it and you go. Nothing much to it. And also, it's, all your movies are just right there. You can just search up whatever movie you're thinking of. You're probably going to find it. That's, that's a good, that's a pretty good thing about streaming. You can just look up whatever movie you want. And we'll talk about this later, but the only other thing that is better than streaming that you can just look up whatever you want is a cloud escape. But, but not no, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We will talk about the cloud escape later. So now I want to talk about the the Blu-ray part of it. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on the streaming part because for the most part we probably all know about that. But I do want to talk about the Blu-ray part. So a lot of things, whoops, a lot of things on the Blu-ray part I thought of because it's 
it's just better. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. It's much better than streaming. So Blu-ray player is going to give you much better picture quality, and it's not compressed. So with streaming, you can only work with so much data, I guess, because it's over streaming, Wi-Fi. So it's not on a physical disc. So you're relying on the data, the Wi-Fi, whatever, or the streaming part. The compression is really going to affect that. And you're you're only working with so much, and it's just it's, it's not as good as Blu-ray players. I mean Blu-rays, because Blu-rays have much more space on them because it has a f- whole physical disc. It's just it, it's like running Wi-Fi through Ethernet versus what uh, wireless, I guess. Everybody uses wireless, so it's probably not a good example. But Ethernet is going to be way better because it's a literal physical connection rather than just relying on data going through the air and it's also you can keep your movies forever so it's it's not it's not like streaming where you have to you have to you have like 48 hours to watch uh, no it's like 30 days to start watching it and then two days to finish it once you started so you're obligated to watch the movie as soon as you buy it as soon as possible so yeah like I said it, it doesn't go away after the two days, which I think is really weird, because, I mean, it's it's cheap, so I guess there are the bad things about it, and sound quality is much better, just like the visuals, the sound quality is just, it's it's got a layer, of, with, with streaming, there's like a layer of, like, I guess compression is the word, but it's, I don't know how to explain it, if you've got the same movie playing on streaming, and then D, uh, Blu-ray, right next to you you can see it but it almost looks like with streaming there's a filter of like black or purple or like a white tint and it's just it's like if you took that layer away it would look so much better and what it looks like without the layer is what blu-rays look like and also sometimes when you buy a blu-ray it will come with extras so like behind the scenes or something excuse me mainly with newer blu-rays they will come with like another disc, like behind the scenes or like another 10 minutes of the movie that you wouldn't see like in theaters or in streaming because Blu-ray, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it it's more, it comes more from the actual producers instead of just shooting it and then sending it. So you're getting, you're getting a lot more and it is able to be sold. So obviously you buy a movie, 10 bucks or so, you can sell that eventually, so you can actually make a profit off of it. So it's it's really cool. It's not like renting a movie for three dollars, watching it, and then it's gone forever. And then if you want to watch it a month later, you have to spend another three dollars, which is weird. So also, it looks nice if you have a collection of them. You have a big shelf. It looks pretty cool. You got like all these movies. Somebody comes over. Oh, bro, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, that's my collection of movies. Yeah, it looks cool. You got all this. You can just go over there and just pick out whatever movie. Just look through the shelf. It's really cool. It's not like going through a library with streaming. Nothing against that. But it's just it's just cooler to be able to have that physical object and not be lazy and sit on the couch and use your remote. And it just looks a whole lot better. And with most streaming devices, they don't support over 5.1 in movies, which is, that would be the front three, the two sides, and that's it. So, if you were to try to watch it on a a system nicer than that, then it would just not do anything after your 
two side speakers. It was just literally zero out of everything else, which is weird. And it's really low quality. If it if it is able to do more than a 5.1, it'll be pretty low quality. And with the Marantz and Denim receivers that just came out, which I will talk about in a later episode, they support four subwoofers. So if you're only being able to do 5.1, if you have four subs, you got three subs that are not working. And if you have more than a 5.1, you got like at least two speakers that are not working, which is really weird, pretending the sound quality is not bad anyway. So, yeah, you're not bidding. You're not benefiting with anything. So, I talked about this earlier, but there's also something called Kaleidoscape, which is the best device for watching movies. And basically what a Kaleidoscape is, it is full lossless audio. So, lossless audio is pretty much, it takes out all the compression and basically makes the video and audio as real and, and raw as possible. So, I was talking about streaming in uh, Blu-rays, where with streaming, it almost looks like it has a filter on the video. It just doesn't look great. And Kaleidoscape makes the Blu-ray as good as the Blu-ray is. It makes the Blu-ray look like that has a filter on it, because the Kaleidoscape is just pure, and it's just... I don't know how to explain it, because I think I've mentioned this before, but there is a local store, home theater store, in... Kentucky where I live called Barney Miller's they have a Kaleidoscape in their main demo room you can just tell it looks like so good and a projector that I've seen before somewhere else that does not have a Kaleidoscape and they're using the same one using the Kaleidoscape looks way better Kaleidoscape improves the sound visual and it's not just that it connects to pretty much everything if you have home automation like control 4 It'll hook up to that, so maybe if you walk in a room, you get a motion detector on the wall. Senses you comes in the senses that you come in the room, turns on everything, turns on the lights. Then you can click a remote and like pause the movie. It'll turn up the lights, like dim. What's that called? Not dim, but the opposite of dimming. Whatever. It'll undim. It'll brighten up the lights. It'll brighten the projector, whatever, it just like connects to everything. It doesn't just make your movie watching experience more, but it's like $8,000, so <laughs> yeah, there's that. And what I was talking about with lossless audio, it just basically, it's, it's a more fuller sound stage, so I kind of think of it as kind of like Dolby Atmos, but not. It's made by Apple for their music and Kaleidoscape has kind of adapted that to their system but it's really cool and basically it kind of elevates the sound and visuals using more of a full and reference video and audio and audio quality golly so kind of like what I was saying it kind of just broadens the sound stage instead of just making it sound like it's coming from one speaker just makes the whole wall like one big sound which is super cool I'm not sure how they do it but it's really cool. And the bitrate, according to uh, the Kaleidoscape website, is 10 times higher than streaming. So, I don't even know what that would look like. I've seen one, but obviously I haven't had them side by side. But streaming also has what y'all have probably seen before, especially in blacks and whites, like in the screen. And also, this also happens just with everything when the Wi-Fi is bad. It has those blocks, like in certain colors, 
that it's trying to decode. So like, let's say it's nighttime, someone's walking at night, you're watching it on streaming. The black in the sky is just going to be blocks of gray and blocks of darker gray and blocks of lighter gray. It's going to look horrible. And it's just not going to look good. And a lot of people think it's their TV. Like, no, it's because you're watching it on a streaming device run by wireless decoding software. But with Blu-rays, it is used by physical media and it is much more better. Much more better. Just like Ethernet and wireless Wi-Fi, you're just going to get better everything. And yes, Blu-ray is a little bit more of an investment. But you know what? It It's worth it. And it also matters what kind of Blu-ray player you get because if you get a Blu-ray player that cannot decode the, the what the movie can actually, like what the physical media can actually do, it's going to be kind of bottlenecked. So say you've got a movie that can do, let's say, uh, numer- like I was saying with the Numerance receivers and Denon, they can do four subs. So let's say the... You get a premium Blu-ray player. They can do four subs, but if you use just an old J, uh, JL, no, LG Blu-ray player, it's just it's like it's from like 2012. It's not going to have any premium stuff on it. I mean, like, pff, I mean, it's just not going to do anything. So, I'd say the more you invest with your equipment, it's going to sound better for what you put in your equipment. And streaming, it kind of looks and sounds like there's a cloth over it. Kind of like I was saying with the filter from streaming to Blu-ray. You can kind of, I don't know, with streaming, the sound kind of, you're not going to be able to tell this from like listening to a soundbar or your TV speakers, but it, it just kind of sounds, it doesn't sound too clear. It just kind of sounds, I guess, compressed is the word, but to me it kind of sounds like there's a cloth over it. And the visual side of that would be what I was talking about earlier, just kind of has a filter of like white, just doesn't look raw. Like imagine you're like a projector that's outside, like those cheap projectors, and then imagine this TVs you see at Best Buy. Obviously the projector's gonna look more washed out. I guess that's kinda what I'm getting at. Streaming kinda looks like a layer of washed outness that just doesn't look too good. And it, it blacks look grey or purple. So if you've noticed I'm assuming all y'all are watching on just a TV, 16 by 9, whatever. The top the top and bottom bars kind of look gray. And then if you watch it on Blu-ray, it's going to look more black. Now, of course, that's going to be determined by what you're watching it on. If you're watching it on just a regular $400 TV, it's probably going to be gray anyway. But if you're watching it on something that is capable to go pure black, just like a JVC NX7, or rather the NZ7, because it's the newest one, Whatever, JVC is like the best, by the way. But even that, you're watching on streaming, it's not going to look as good as it could. And streaming can be wavered by Wi-Fi speeds. Like we all know, if you have bad Wi-Fi, the movie can, it'll buffer, and it just looks horrible, it'll go down to like 360p. But you don't have Wi-Fi, you don't have to have Wi-Fi to run a Blu-ray. Because, like I said, it's run on that physical disc, not by the wireless Wi-Fi being controlled by the Wi-Fi, <laughs> if, you, if you get what I'm saying. And this can apply to music, too. So I know people like Youth Man have used the Michael Jackson music track, physical media, and, of course, CDs. 
people are still using CDs that can be affected by it too, like being compared to Bluetooth. Bluetooth can sound okay, but unless you have EQ on it, it's not going to sound the best. But yeah, I feel like that is all I have for y'all today. A little bit shorter than I'd like to go, but I just can't think of a whole lot to say about that. And sorry, sorry about my voice. I I don't know what's going on. It might be the weather, I don't know. And I keep having to take a breath like a 80-year-old man who's been running for 30 seconds. But yeah, that's all I have for y'all today. Thank you for listening, and be prepared for our special guest, like I've been talking about in the last episode. I don't know if y'all listened to that one. The last episode I talked about, we're having a special guest, somebody that a lot of y'all might know. And it's exciting to me to have him on. It's, it's either going to be probably probably the next week, two episodes, whatever, two episodes, three episodes. But yeah, it's going to be pretty nice. Y'all stay tuned for that. You'll have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, and evening. So see y'all later.